This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Let's get into a conversation with actress Masasa Mbangeni. Um, of course, you do know that at this time it's our it's our Power Weekend Breakfast profile where we speak to someone um, in whatever industry. Um, where we really just profile them and speak about the work that they've done, but also what they look forward to um, going forward. And yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> it's 9.48. Masasa is on the line this afternoon, this morning. Masasa, good morning. Thanks for your time. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Now, I mean, you've made quite a name for yourself in the South African acting industry and space. How do you think that came about where you are so well known. I mean, we say Masasa and we know exactly who we're speaking about. Sure, that's that's incredible. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, I don't think we talk often. um, Firstly, thank you for having me again and thank you to your listeners for um, taking an interest in my uh, journey. I don't think we talk often about how um, my line of work, uh, being an actor, um, it really is about preparation, so me studying and um, doing the best that I could on my end, and then a really healthy dose of luck. Uh, I can't say to you that um, there was a particular formula that I might have used, other than just radical belief in self and ngani. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but um, it really is a healthy, healthy dose of luck because you genuinely don't know how things are going to work out or pan out, but you have hope and faith and you prepare and hope that when the opportunity meets you, it finds you ready. Mm. Where did the love for acting come from? So here's a, it's a quite a cute story, actually. My mom, I used to be a painfully shy kid, apparently. And uh, my mom had a colleague that she used to work with. My mom is a retired nurse. And she had a colleague that she used to work with that um, used to do presentations for them. And um, asked this colleague, listen, I have a little girl and she's really shy. Um, um, and I see that you're confident. What can I do? And she invited, um, suggested to my mom that she should put me through speech and drama lessons. And so when I was about eight years old um, at Elka Girls Primary School, I started speech and drama lessons at the Woodcote um, a studio um, run by Elizabeth Hansfield. And uh, that's the first time I, I got into acting. Mm. And, and then my obsession at the time was with, um, I mean, Generations was quite a thing back in the day. Um, and um, I was obsessed with Pamela Nambeta. And so I used to mm. tell my cousin, apparently, that I want to do what she's doing um, without necessarily understanding the vocab. But the person who introduced me to acting, which was the love of my life, is my mother. So, yeah. That's really amazing. Now, when we... Um, look at it, right? Fans or people that re- recall your role on Scandal would say it was your most defining career move. I mean, the character was excellently executed and you were Thank extremely you. believable. <laughs> um, uh, what did you do or how do you think an actress or you specifically, Masasa, have gotten to this point where we watch you and you're like, yeah, this is this is believable. And then we meet you in the streets and we forget that you are Masasa. <laughs> Yeah, Shem, you know, South African audiences are incredible in that they, do, they don't forget who you are. I mean, back in the day, I guess Pamela would be able to answer this, but certainly when she was starting out and what that show was for us as, as black um, audiences, mm. you, you couldn't distinguish between the two. Now, 
Um, um, South African audiences are very excited. I get so much love. I get so much hugs. I get so many kisses. It's incredible. Um, but I think for me, the reason why Tembeck, uh, um, that I played on Scandal was so iconic was because it was who she was, was uh, where the director and the actor and the incredible writing team at Scandal where, and, and, and me, where all our creativity and imagination intersected, that's where you located her. So everyone was clear about uh, the assignment from wardrobe. You know, if, like I remember for her wedding dress, um, there was one outfit that she changed into after she committed murder and the wardrobe mistress had spoken to me about um, putting this mesh that looks like blood capillaries. Like, no one else in, in, in TV world will know that except us. But it, it helped me as a character to understand, you know, what I'm putting on and what it means. Um, um, and, and that helped create who she was. So she really was a marriage between all of these people and their time and their creativity and their passion and their joy. And um, unfortunately, unfortunately, the only person who gets to be experienced as me because of the nature of, of the work, right? Mm. But um, the work that I do is very collaborative. Tembeka doesn't exist if the writers don't write her. Tembeka doesn't exist if the directors don't direct her. Mm. Tembeka doesn't exist if the wardrobe people don't dress her well. Makeup doesn't understand how to put on her face. I um, and the director and all of our collabs, so it's a very collaborative process. And I think the love that she still receives to this day is an ode to that collaboration. Mm. People might not know, Masasa, that you you know you do both theatre and, of course, the on-screen um, in yeah. the form of TV. Which do you prefer? <laughs> This is such an unfair question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, uh, yeah, I'm even stuttering as I'm trying to answer it. But <laughs> it's like, which came first, the chicken or the egg? Theatre for me is, um, um, you know, a place of joy. It's like I said, the first experience of the performing artist in a theatre for me at the Savoy Theatre in Kabecha. Um, where I did a poem called Old Billy Ricky and I got like a triple bronze. So mm. theatre has a special spot in my in my heart. The television has opened so many doors for me. Um, because of television, I've been able to tour with theatre. Um, and, and so it's a very difficult question to ask for that, but because I don't know. <laughs> I love them both dearly. <laughs> and I suppose also because they are quite different. You know, the, you've got a love yeah. for theatre for whatever reason and the love for TV for whatever reason as well. But I have to ask, right, how do you manage to keep your head above water? How do you manage to deal with the negativity as well that comes with being um, in this industry? Um, I struggled with that, I'm not going to lie, mm. um, because I'm human and, um, you know, uh, that has been a challenge in my mm. life. But I think what is, has helped me is um, having a sound community, having a family that adores me, um, having friends that adore me, having a, a spiritual practice that anchors me. Um, because um, our line of work is very interesting. It, it really is. You know, people are excited and then, you know, on to the next thing. And then excited again and on to the next thing. So if you're not anchored in something that is true and real, um, you, you you might be tossed about in the waves of, of fame and infamy and, mm. um, you know, negativity and positivity. Um, and I think my, my deepest uh, joy and um, what keeps me going is my family, is my friends, is my community, is my faith. Um, because you know, it's it really is. Uh, 
it really is a game of luck and you never know if you it's like playing Russian relay as much as I love it it's that hectic you know and uh, you never you never know so you know what you know which is mm. I know the love of my family I know the love of my friends I mm. know the love of my community I know the love of my faith and that's what keeps me going mm. yeah. now you are currently studying psychology why that particular route you know, I don't see a difference. Uh, it came up during pan- the pandemic and, you know, we were all baking. You're either studying something or baking bread or sourdough or banana bread. So I thought I might as well be doing both. And um, for me, it is not really, it doesn't feel like it's different from um, acting because acting is about trying to understand people and the motivations and, and how their minds work, um, these characters that we play. And so it just feels like a natural extension for me. Whether it will be something, I don't know. But I think for me, I'm such a lifelong learner. Um, I think that's what helps me in my craft, actually, is my radical curiosity um, about the world, about people, about how things work. Mm-hmm. And so psychology is just an exploration of how people work. And I'm not going to lie, um, it really has helped um, inform my performances now. Um, I feel that they're more more deeply rooted in, in truth, not to say that they weren't before, but uh, I don't look at my, my mentors, Willelet and Luciana, always said to me that, um, you know, our job as actors is to view our characters with love and, and, and compassion and not with judgment. And I think having a, the, the taste of psych um, is helping me love them deeper and understand them deeper because I can locate them within a particular context and understand perhaps why they do mm. the things that they do. Yeah. Sure. And so you are on Devil's Peak. What can we expect from you I there? Am. <laughs> I am. I am so proud of this work. Um, and the reason why I'm proud of it is because, it, again, it was such a celebration of collaboration between Matt Orton, our writer, between our incredible director, Joswell Malharba, and um, the incredible cast and crew of Devil's Peak. And um, I'm just looking forward to people getting to experience another side of um, me as an actor, but also this character that I play um, that is a bit more quieter than the characters that I'm perhaps known for. <laughs> and I think it might be exhausting for people, but it's okay. Mm. I think it's, it's um, the reason why I say it's okay is because I, I, I want us to break free from this mold that actually is actually, even though Cinemaka Gangwebe has like acted in many other things subsequent mm. to that show, <laughs> I want us to understand that part of being an actor is being able to play multiple parts. And I think uh, Detective Mbali Kalemi, who I play in Devil's Peak, gave me the opportunity to do that. So I really am looking forward to people seeing it. Amazing stuff. And then for those who would like to follow you um, or just drop you some love um, you know, on the social media pages, how can they do so? They can, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, you can never be, the world is going through a lot at the moment, so I will never say no to love. Yeah. <laughs> but they can follow me on uh, Twitter, on X, as it's known at yeah. Ms. Masasa, and um, at um, Mazomo, um, M-A-D-L-O-M-O-2 on Instagram. Amazing stuff. Masasa, thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. An and absolute hopefully next pleasure. time I'll see you in person. Yes, please. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> Masasa Mbangeni, she's an actress speaking to us about, you know, the work that she does and how she's managed to sustain herself in this very entertainment industry. 
You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.